2: Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in Fresno and here are the California stories we're following. President Joe Biden approved California's request for a major disaster declaration in San Diego County after a historic storm earlier this year damaged or destroyed more than 800 homes. The declaration will allow residents and business owners in the areas most impacted by the January storm to apply for grants, low-cost loans, and other programs to help residents and business owners recover. And the Cal State Faculty Union voted to approve a new contract with the university after months of negotiating. The new contract includes a 10% pay increase, 10 weeks of paid parental leave, and a salary floor increase for the lowest paid faculty. A new UCSF study shows that midwives can face extra obstacles operating in California, especially when they're trying to serve some of the state's lowest-income families. CalMatters health reporter Kristen Wong explains.
3: When midwife Madeline Weisner opened a birth center in South Sacramento, she wanted to make sure expecting families could get community midwife care regardless of their income.
0: Most people giving birth in
3: Sacramento and in the surrounding areas
2: have Medi-Cal.
3: Medi-Cal is the state's health insurance program for low-income residents. Midwives provide a range of pregnancy support for low-risk moms and can also deliver babies. Their care is supposed to be covered under Medi-Cal. But midwives across California told UCSF researchers that state policies make it extremely difficult for them to register as Medi-Cal providers. And low and delayed reimbursement makes it almost impossible to stay in business. Weisner says some of her patients have had two or three babies before insurance reimbursed her for the first one. My
2: spouse filed bankruptcy with the money that we've spent on
0: the birth center and no savings to speak of.
3: The barriers facing midwives are especially concerning at a time when options for maternal care are thinning out across the state. A CalMathers investigation found that at least 46 maternity wards have closed in California since 2012.
0: We have a maternity desert situation, literally hospitals are closing. Birth centers will be a necessary strategy for that.
3: That's Holly Smith, who leads the California Midwifery Learning Collaborative. A spokesperson for the Department of Healthcare Services, the agency that oversees Medi-Cal, said in an emailed statement that the state is working closely with Smith and the Learning Collaborative to help midwives. But that support won't come soon enough for Madeline Weisner. She closed her practice this past October and is moving to New Zealand where she says government policies are far more supportive of midwives. For The California Report, I'm Kristen Wong in Sacramento. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of The California Report magazine. Every
0: week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world.
4: I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California.
2: California landlords would be required to accept pets under first-of-its-kind legislation introduced this month. The bill by San Francisco Assemblymember Matt Haney would also ban property owners from asking about pets on applications, limit pet deposits, and prohibit pet rent, additional monthly fees for pets. KQED's Vanessa Rancano reports.
0: Animals are Marika Goolsby's life. I love them so much because I think they really connect people to their humanity. The Oakland resident owns City Hikes, Dog Walking, and Pet Sitting, volunteers at animal shelters, and rescues strays.
4: Scruffy, Goldie, and then this is Caboli.
0: But her three small dogs also made it hard for her to find a place to live.
4: There were very few places that were pet friendly and those that were pet friendly, they wanted pet rent plus a pet deposit plus only one pet allowed. At one point I thought I was going to be living in my car with my pets.
0: Goolsby even made resumes for her dogs, listing their training credentials and vaccinations in an effort to win over landlords. When she finally found one who'd accept her, she had to put down an additional $500 pet deposit and pay an extra $120 a month in pet rent.
4: The rent was already high and the pet rent definitely didn't help. A two-tiered system that punishes people for having pets should not be allowed in the law.
0: Assemblymember Matt Haney said his proposal, AB 2216, is aimed at solving a big problem he sees in the rental world. Tons of tenants with pets and very few landlords willing to accept them. His staff analyzed Zillow apartment listings and found just 20% of San Francisco apartments allowed cats and dogs of all sizes. In Los Angeles, it was 26%. Meanwhile, other surveys have found two in three households nationwide own pets.
4: We're not going to solve our housing crisis if we continue to allow for no protections for pet owners who represent the majority of our tenants.
0: He said the law would make exceptions for landlords who have good reasons for excluding pets from their properties, things like allergies, as long as owners can provide written documentation.
4: They can't just say no pets allowed.
0: He said his legislation would limit the number of pets landlords must accept and allow property owners to require pet liability insurance. But landlords are already expressing concerns about the proposal. Krista Goldbranson is executive director of the Berkeley Property Owners Association. It's always that worry feeling about
1: the risk of the particular pet.
0: She argues this law would put landlords in a really tough position because pets have the potential to damage property. The
1: biggest concern
0: is just not being able to make that determination of risk and make a decision based on that. California already has laws in place that require property owners to make exceptions for tenants with disabilities or mental health issues who rely on emotional support or service animals. But attorney Julia Howard Gibbon, with Fair Housing Advocates of Northern California, says many renters aren't aware of their right to request these accommodations.
1: Or sometimes they do know, but the landlord really pushes back on that.
0: And she said landlords often reject renters with assistance animals despite the law. She thinks Haney's proposal could fix that. would remove all of these barriers that they face. The bill is in early stages. Haney said he wants to work with stakeholders to shape the legislation.
4: We're open to having a dialogue with landlords, of course, about everything in the bill.
0: Details are expected to be fleshed out in the coming weeks and months. For The California Report, I'm Vanessa Rancaño. (music)
2: And that is the California Report for Tuesday, February 20th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Hint, fruit-infused water with no sugar or diet sweeteners with more than 25 flavors, including watermelon and pineapple. In stores or delivered from hintwater.com. The James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at Irvine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy works to create a cleaner, healthier, more secure world for all, on the web at theschmidt.org.
3: Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area, its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book.